Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our second episode of Triple T. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I don't even remember what Triple T stand for, but I knew it had trains or transit something. But that's what we've been calling this podcast series, Triple T, in case you guys didn't get the hint from the title of this podcast. Anyway, uh, from my recent podcast, I decided that uh, I didn't really go into too much detail about what we were what what I had planned for this podcast, and I don't want that. I don't want anybody to be confused. I want us to all be on the same page. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna go into a little bit of an intro explanation, if you will, about everything. I know the first episode was probably a little confusing because I was just going bam to bam to bam to bam to bam. But now I have a script, and I know actually what I want to talk about. Uh, so first, basically, this first part is just gonna be about. Uh, transportations and the transportations, transportation agencies in the uh, the DFW area. If I could talk correctly, uh, what's going on with them? Are they being affected by anything? Uh, is there any new stuff happening? And then just train geeky stuff that you know us train nerds like to talk about, like me. <laughs> but regardless of what's happening, there are some stuff that has been happening. Like, TexRail, for instance, uh, last February is when they started charging fares. They did the whole month of January free. I think I mentioned that in my last podcast. But I'm going to mention it again, just in case you forgot. Uh, and if you didn't watch the first episode, feel free to go watch the second episode. Or, uh, second episode, you're watching the second uh, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, let's go ahead and get into the actual script part of this. Alright, trains play a great importance in the world i personally believe so because trains have been my life since i was just like three years old i remember the first time my parents took me down to cedar station cedar Guard station i'll never forget that and seeing the trains go by and the, hearing the bells and the whist- oh my god this is such a such a great time in my life i just it was so great but uh back to the script <laughs> moving people they uh, moving people back and forth from 3 a.m. to 11 p.m. Could you imagine doing that? Waking up at two in the morning and working till 12 noon. Could you imagine that? Like I, I, I personally don't know if I could handle that. Just because I barely. I mean, I. I don't know. I I wait. I don't sleep easy at night anyway, so I wait randomly wake up at two o'clock like it's just my normal routine. But you know, if I had to wake up and then just go to work till twelve o'clock noon, that's a little excessive. But hey, they do it. Uh, I wonder if they get a lunch break. I'm about to ask somebody. Well, <laughs> yeah, or I mean, they'd get a lunch break, but like a you know a break in between. I know they get breaks at the end of each station, but you know, if you think about it. You think, but they get it like a, you know what, never mind. I, I answered my own question. <laughs> All right. Uh, any, anyway, working with transit agencies would definitely have its problems at times. Throughout this whole se- series of episodes, we will not only give updates uh, on different agencies, delays, breakdowns, etc., etc., uh, agencies that we'll be talking about is DART, Dallas Area Rapid Transit, Trin- TRE, Trinity Railway Express. I will be referring to 
T-R-E is Trey, because I'm the only weird person that says Trey instead of the T-R-E. But hey, what do you know? And also, just a heads up, I'm going to be abbreviating all of these agencies. I think I said that in the first episode, but, you know, still going to go over this. It's in the script. (laughs) Uh, TexRail. TexRail is just TexRail. It's not short for anything. DCTA, Denton County Transit Authority. Speaking of Denton County Transit Authority, I was up there a little while ago. I didn't ride the A train. Uh, uh, that's the train that they have. It's the A train. They have a bus system too, but, you know, I was really there for the A train. But uh, they, the A train ha- has it rough, <laughs> to say the very least. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. I have a bad habit of doing that. Just getting off topic randomly. If anybody else has that problem, feel free to <laughs> let us know because... You know the struggle. And finally, Amtrak. God, I can't even get through my own script without getting off topic. What's wrong with me? Now that we have... uh, Now that we have that comedically long list over with, let's get into the actual information. So last week we covered TexRail mixing with TRE and messing up everybody's schedules and also that delay with that broken signal which thankfully they have it fixed because I went up there previously I think it was this last previous Friday uh, January, let me get the date up if I can remember, January 15th 15th, uh, 2019 it would be uh, but today we're going to be oh god, English <laughs> we're going to Focus specifically on TexRail. Uh, now, TexRail, with interrupting the TRE schedule, I personally have not seen any uh, interruptions so far with them with TRE schedule. Uh, the one time I was up there last week, it didn't interrupt anybody. It was pretty fine. It was smooth sailing. TRE left, uh, let's say, like three minutes, three not maybe a little more than three minutes, but. Let's say a couple minutes ahead of us, and it got the TRE got out of our way pretty easily. Texrail left at uh, I think the departure time was twelve twenty six at the time, if I'm remembering what the operator told me correctly. But uh, I asked the operator, I was like, uh, "Yeah, what time are we leaving?" He's like, "Hell, twenty six was like twelve o'clock at the time." Shout out to TRE and Texrail for those uh, arrival times. But uh, yeah, it. No interruptions during that time. I'm going to have to go out there and, like, specifically experiment to see what times during the prime, like, rush hour times. So by the time I... Because I started out in Dallas, and I just, uh, in, like, City Place area during rush hour. But by the time I got up there, it was, like, 12 o'clock, because I went to go do some other stuff, too. But, uh, yeah, by the time we got up there, no problems at all. The train was surprisingly, surprisingly more full than I thought it would be at during like, I mean, what? Okay, it was a holiday, but I didn't realize it at the time. And I was just, I wasn't expecting it to be pretty full. Like most of the seats were taken up. It wasn't standing room only, thankfully, because I remember the first day I went, I just stood up the entire time. The conductor was really nice though. Got to speak with him. This uh, other wonderful police sergeant. He was a great guy. Wish I would have seen him again. But anyway. TexRail is pretty good. Can't complain. I'm going to give them a... I'd like to rate them. Let's rate all of our topics. So we have three different topics today. Let's give put them on a rating scale. Let's say if we wanted to rate the uh, scheduling, 
I'd give their scheduling this time. Uh, out of ten stars, I'd give it a give it a six out of ten stars. Could be a little bit better. And uh, there's still the point on the line where we have to sit for another train. It's out in Grapevine. I'm not specifically in Grapevine, but I know it's uh they run single track most of the way. But when we get to that single track, there's like a, a little stretch where we switch track and go on a side line. And then another train just goes flying past us. And the other train that gets there before him has to wait for the other train to pass by, essentially. So we're stuck there. We were stuck there for maybe like five minutes. It wasn't too bad of a wait because I remember last time it was maybe like ten minutes instead of five minutes. But they've shortened it down. But, uh, you know, I give, still give it. There's still the fact that it's like, oh, why do I have to wait here? I want to be the one flying past everybody. <laughs> it's like, yeah, ha, huh, you have to sit there. I don't. You know? Alright, uh, next topic. After we rate our topics, we'll be... After we rate each topic, we will, uh... Or after we rate one topic, we'll go to the next topic. I'm sorry, I'm, like, micromanaging. <laughs> I'm just trying to explain everything, how I want this to, like, kind of go so we get the shtick of it, if you get what I mean by that. But, uh... So, noise complaints. So, uh, I was watching a news story about noise complaints, and... When all, while I was riding, uh, I noticed that there was some extra construction personnel in different places along the line. And I was like, well, that's why they're complaining. There's, they have to blow for construction workers. And, uh, but uh, on the news person, news person, <laughs> uh, on the news story, it was actually about the crossing bells being too loud and annoying. It's like, how are you going to complain about crossing bells? Just don't be quiet. They're always got to find a reason to complain about something. Why can't you just be happy that there is people half a way to get from the airport to... It's another way for you to move around. Just be happy it's here. <laughs> and, uh, it's just... No, you can't please anybody nowadays. It's just, uh Yeah, but they're hopefully going to try and... I heard there are two options. They're either going to build some sort of... Not to sound like Trump, but build a wall <laughs> next to all the houses. It's like noise-proof wall. And, uh... Or gets uh, some soundproofing windows, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm remembering correctly from that news article that I read. Uh, and then we also have the fact that they're still doing construction. Which I was surprised. I was like, why are there so many construction crews out here? They're still running normal service. But, uh, hey, I guess it's just, just final things that they're, that they're tidying up around the line. And then, uh, finally... Or let's rate that. Uh, rate the noise complaints. I don't care about the noise. I'm all all for noise. I love annoying people. When I become a train operator, I'm just gonna get so many complaints. <laughs> I can hear it now. It's like ah, oh, your driver uses the horn too much. Yeah, we know. We can't stop him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be funny. All right. Uh, anyway, let's move on to our final topic: positive outlooks. The positive outlooks about TexRail. I still think it's a great ride. Whether it's busy or it's not busy, I still had a great time. I still enjoyed it. I still, you know, didn't... It was a smooth ride. It's not like the TRE. It's, uh... Stadler's, man, I tell you. It's, uh... They're really interesting. It's just like, you gotta... You gotta... You, gotta, you have to really know, like, both TRE and, uh... And text rail. If you like, if you've ridden the TRE long enough, you'll know how 
the difference is with the smoothness of the ride. And you'll, you'll know once you feel it. Honestly, in my opinion. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. And hopefully next episode we'll be talking about something. Uh, probably theory. Depends on which one I decide to do. Thank you guys for tuning in and I'll see you in the next one. Peace out. Safe traveling.